Hello and welcome to the Proxima Weekly Debrief, a quick rundown of your top stories in energy, infrastructure, and project finance. I'm your host, Maura Murphy, reporting to you from New York. Our first couple stories are in the U.S. today. The U.S. Department of Energy has extended the terms of seven long-term LNG export authorizations through to 2050. This follows the DOE's July 2020 policy statement allowing for long-term natural gas export authorizations to non-free trade agreement countries to be extended through to 2050. In addition to allowing existing non-FTA authorization holders to apply to extend their export terms through 2050, the Department of Energy's July 2020 policy statement also allows current applications to amend their pending non-FTA applications to request the export term through the extension. The DOE has granted the first seven applicants submitted under the new policy. Moving to more state-specific news, the New York State Energy Research and Development Authority, also known as NYSERDA, has attracted multiple proposals from two more bidders in its second solicitation for offshore wind capacity. The state is planning to reach 9 gigawatts of offshore wind capacity by 2035. CIP and Avangrid Renewables' Vineyard Wind have submitted bids that include six options for up to 1.3 gigawatts of capacity from its Liberty Wind project, located 84 miles east of Montauk Point. Orsted and Eversource have also submitted multiple bids with different configurations and including port infrastructure for their Sunrise Wind 2 project. By the way, speaking of Orsted, Orsted Offshore North America's COO David Hardy has been named their new CEO with immediate effect. He will oversee all of the company's North American offshore activities, including development and operation of current and future U.S. projects. Prior to joining Orsted, Hardy held senior executive roles at Senvion, Vestas, and GE. He replaces Thomas Brostrom, who after more than 11 years at the company is relocating to Europe for a renewable energy leadership role with a global energy company. Moving down the coast to Florida, the Meridium-led Miami Beach Monorail Consortium has been awarded the contract to develop a 5.6-kilometer elevated monorail between downtown Miami and the city of Miami Beach in Miami-Dade County, Florida. The project will begin the first rapid transit link between the two cities. Moving from the east coast and a little bit more to the southwest, Iberdrola's U.S. subsidiary, Avangrid, has had its offer to acquire Southern U.S. utility PNM approved and recommended by the PNM board. PNM shareholders will receive $4.3 billion in cash, implying an enterprise value of $8.3 billion, including debt. The offer is a 10% premium over the October 29th share price. And PNM is active in New Mexico and Texas, where Iberdrola currently has 1.9 gigawatts of renewables and 1.4 gigawatt pipeline. In addition, Iberdrola operates a retail business in Texas. The combined company will operate 10 regulated companies in six states and become the third largest renewable energy operator in the country. The transaction will require substantial state and national level authorization, but is expected to be completed in 2021. Moving from the U.S. and down into Brazil, Atlas Renewable Energy has funded construction of its 187-megawatt Hacaranda solar project located in the municipality of Juazeiro in Brazil's state of Bahia. The $67 million loan was secured from IDB Invest, including the Clean Technology Fund and the Canadian Climate Fund for the private sector in the Americas Phase 2, 
both administered by IDB Invest, which provided a portion of the loan together with a participation from DNB Bank ASA. This is the first Brazilian solar project to be fully financed in US dollars. Hakaranda has a 15-year PPA with Dow Inc. for its Arachu site, and the agreement to supply 24-hour clean energy is achieved through swapping energy from Hakaranda with other renewable energy providers to guarantee a full cycle supply. Moving across the Atlantic and into Europe, the French government has launched two green hydrogen tenders as part of its new hydrogen strategy. The French Environment and Energy Management Agency, ADEM, will run a tender to develop systems related to the production and transport of hydrogen, in addition to designing new vehicles, particularly for road and rail transport. Applications must be submitted by December 31st. A second tender will support investments in the production and distribution of renewable or carbon-free hydrogen, and the focus will be on industrial and mobility applications, particularly for utilities and heavy transport vehicles. The tender's objective is to bring together communities and industrial entities to support large-scale ecosystems while promoting economies of scale. These applications must be submitted by December 17th. And lastly for today is around the world in Australia. The Australian government has released an updated version of its critical minerals prospectus in a bid to attract more investments in the sector. The Australian Critical Minerals Prospectus 2020 highlights commercial opportunities in critical minerals and rare earth elements projects across the country to overseas investors. Overall, the prospectus outlines more than 200 potential investments in a range of critical minerals that includes lithium, manganese, cobalt, antimony, tantalum, zirconium, tungsten, vandium, and niobium. It also details current production levels and how local agencies will support the development of critical minerals. Australian Minister for Trade, Tourism and Investment, Simon Birmingham, said, in order for Australia to fully take advantage of the growing demand for critical minerals, we need to attract more investment along the supply chain, whether it be exploration, extraction, production and processing. This extensive stockade of hundreds of projects illustrates the immense opportunity Australia presents for investments to not only extract raw critical materials out of the ground, but also to process critical minerals and manufacture products such as batteries, super alloys, petrochemicals, and high-end technological applications. And that's all for this week. If you'd like to see more of these stories or learn about any of our events, then please do visit us at proximoinfra.com. Thank you so much. See you next week.